I'm Jay. I'm Adrian. And together we are the, the Two Crazy Cat Ladies. <laughs> I'm gonna cut you. I think I just peed. Buckle up. We're back in the closet. Welcome to episode number 0007 of Two Crazy Cat Ladies Back in the Closet. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, I'm so happy of this you guys closet, are here. What about this closet? Go it ahead. smells like cat piss. It smells like cat piss. Um, so what had happened was... What happened was... We done had some construction done in our home this past two weeks. And so we had to put our babies in the master suite, which part which of has this a, closet a is... A beautiful closet, as you see here before you. A right. bathroom area, a bedroom area. Yeah. And it turns out that someone has felt very strongly about their closet space and, and decided, decided to mark it. Yes. So... Um, there we go. We need to handle that. It happens a lot, though, when your cats are stressed out about new things or weird noises or... Everything's just all jacked up because we had to keep them locked up for so long while all this work was being done. <sighs> it's a small price to pl- to pay for finally getting our home back. Yeah, right? and and they they love it since February. Since February, it. you all, you all, y'all, what was that y'all? Since February, when we realized our roof was leaking, our house has been in various, you know levels of disarray yeah because it went from the roof leak to water damage within the walls to within the floors to tear out the entire house the babies have been through a lot (laughs) yeah it's got to be stressful so um but all to be all all to say we should have cleaned up we found the cat piss yesterday it still smells like cat piss so we didn't actually clean it did we i think it's right there yeah because you were sitting in it i think i thought it yeah yeah yeah, sometimes we just hang out in the closet anyway. Do you guys have that in your house where it's like you may realize that someone threw up or there's a mess to be cleaned up and then it's just automatically someone else's job to, to clean it up? Yeah. And then and, and if you have that or so either you're either either there's not somebody else that's going to clean it up and you just decide that you're just going to be like, oh, I don't see that because I don't want to clean it up right now. Or you have somebody else in the house and then it's like, that's somebody else's job, not mine. That's not my job. It's your cat, not my cat. When they when they mark, when they piss, when they when they poop outside the box, whenever they um, get a hairball, it's your cat. It's your cat. It's this my is a great cat segue. When... This is a great segue into the topic that we want to talk about today, which is inspired by the great Benjamin Franklin, who once said, "Do not put off till tomorrow." What you can do today. So true. Probably a paraphrase, right? Mm-hmm. Probably a paraphrase. But it was something that really came to mind over Cat Camp with Jackson Galaxy's Cat Camp. Yeah. We oh, had yeah. such a great experience being able to listen to all the speakers that he had there. And it, it was literally inspirational. It really was. He and had, guys just said, was like, side note, Jackson Galaxy truly is. I know he's a celebrity. He's He's huge. He's got a television show. He's like, he's everywhere. Um, he's big. Um, so normally, like, when you're going to meet somebody like that, you're going to be like, 
you know, you're either going to fangirl and be, which we are not fangirls. We don't, I mean, we're, we're fangirls, we're fangirls, but I'm, we're not the type of like fangirl that's going to be like, Oh my God, can I take a picture with you? Oh my God. No, like, but we don't I do go that. crazy for a man that takes the time to understand where Kat is coming from. Yes. No, who they are as a being. 100%. I love it we so binge, much. We binge his videos. Like, yes, we're fangirls yeah. in that way. But when you come to meet a, a celebrity... Yeah, we didn't Some get any pictures with him. Some people will stand in line for an hour to get a picture. Right. I stand in line just to say So we hello. didn't get a picture, but we did get he, inspired. He, however, came by our booth as well as everybody else's booth, and he is the most down-to-earth, awesome guy. Yeah. Like, on the planet. Like, literally really, not... He gives a great hug. Doesn't act like a, a celebrity at all. He, no, and he what he like did a, with Cat Cat, awesome this was our person. first Cat Camp that we that we were a part of. Mm-hmm. First time it was in Vegas, which made it a this no brainer. Um, this was our first time being a part of it, and it's a different show than a lot of the conventions that we go to for cats. <clears throat> he really put a lot of effort into accumulating an incredible amount of very knowledgeable people that could speak to any number of things. Yeah. What really stuck out to us and what brings old Ben Franklin's quote um, right round to us. Right round. Right round, baby. Right round. Right round, 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 right round. Is the fact that he was talking about Tina had the the amazing, beautiful Nikki Martinez here in Las Vegas who does um, fostering. She does trap noodly. Trap noodly. Trap, trap noodle return work. And we did uh, TNR work with Best Friends a couple years ago. Yeah, Best Friends Animal Society. If you guys don't know what TNR is, it's trap, neuter, return. return. Um, and what that means is there are so many feral cats out in the... Or stray cats. And, or stray cats out um, in all of our communities. And they're reproducing, and they have no homes. They have no... A lot of them have no place to... They're not even being fed. Um, there's feral communities everywhere. And so... And some of the, them are tough. The, the TNR movement that's happening around the country is beautiful and amazing. And what is what they're doing is they're going in, they're taking these, they're, they're trapping these feral cats they're bringing them in they're giving them their shots they're giving them uh they're they're spaying and neutering them and then they're bringing them right back to where they came from so they can live in the place that they're comfortable right. for that time being at least until somebody did. adopts them hopefully or somebody takes them well in. i think they a are... lot of these cats remain community cats and i think the thing that was difficult for me specifically was the fact that a lot of these community cats are in places that are heartbreaking to return them to. Junkyards or the Seagull Suites off Boulder Highway. I mean, it's just uh, difficult. Now, we did get very busy and we ended up stopping, basically, uh, after a year or so. Yeah, it was after a a certain amount of time that... They contacted us that we were like, sorry, we're not available that day. Well, yeah, like this day doesn't work or that day doesn't work. And it just kind of dropped off. And I was not upset, honestly, because every return that we did had been difficult in some way. Either the place that we were bringing the the cat to. That's not true. There were a few that was, we even videoed. Oh, sure. The ones that we were bringing to a little neighborhood that went into a soft little fluffy bush somewhere. And they were happy to be home. That's one thing. It's different when you go to some concrete block by a fucking by a damn 7-Eleven or a Seagull Suites off of Boulder Highway or the junkyard where 
Yeah. There were so many other cats that were there. Guys, we anyway. we had to return this one cat to a to a um it was a feral community, but it was in a um a car junkyard. lot, a junkyard, but it was just a bunch of cars, right? And that there it was, were so it was many old... cats there, y'all. So they had they had shelter, which is good. They had cars. They had I a know. trailer. There was a trailer there. I know. So they I know had they that, had shelter. but it was right on the edge of a very busy street, right in the really bad, bad section of Las Vegas. That is and by not... bad, we just mean scary. It's scary, yeah. Like not like not a lot of like nice things happen like this is where the murders happen and things like that this is where the murders happen yeah like i mean where the majority of like crime happens in las vegas right and they're all right there we brought one back we had to bring him to this spot so we left we went home we created and he was like it was over a brick wall yeah, we had. So, and we, we like climbed up the brick wall. It was very difficult. I was like standing on her. Well, let's, can I back up just for a minute? Because we went to the address that they gave us and the guys at the garage at yeah. that place were like, uh, basically, no, you can't drop him here. And we were like, there's got to be, there's got to be, it, do we have the that. wrong address? So we drove around. We have this baby in the car with us. We drove around the block and we're looking and we went to the back end of the lot and we saw this this brick wall and, and they, we looked over and we saw the entire community of cats. We probably saw 15 other cats there. And then it made sense that this, this is where he belongs, but we couldn't drop him where at the actual street address because right. these guys were not friendly. So we went the back way and we, and he knew exactly where he was. I get, I get that community cats are actually happier back in their community. And that's a big part of TNR, but we were so overwhelmed by seeing all these babies there. Some of them definitely looked like they had not had enough to eat. So we yeah. dropped off little Smokey, as we called him. Yeah. We went home. We got all the best food in all the land. A couple big, like, uh, aluminum tin pans. Yeah, you know, kind of like pans. the roasting pans that you that you put. And then we made holes in disposable. them and a little pulley system. And we put them we all over the... We made a pulley system. <laughs> and we, we like, literally, the... like, like pulled it down into the um into the feral cat community yeah. so they could all have the food and then we put our supplements in it we're like let's give them yeah. more and we were just like and and we we taped it all i don't know why we didn't put it somewhere did we put it somewhere i don't think we put it no anywhere. i don't think we did but so here's we're... the point though the point is that jackson galaxy's cat camp and i wasn't expecting this i didn't realize i didn't right I didn't realize that he was going to have people there. I didn't realize he was going to have Nikki Martinez there, who was one of my most favorite humans for the past Uh several years, um, speaking just about the difference that it makes. And I think the thing that really impacted me the most was once we stopped doing TNR, it was, it was, and it's kind of a confession, I was kind of relieved because it was, you never knew what you were going to be getting, like where you were going to be going or how difficult it was going to be to be like, oh my God, the cats that didn't want to get out of the cage. Oh, that and just was the wanted hardest. Co- it was so difficult. Because we but... did the release part of it, right? So it's trap, neuter, and return. Return. So we did the return part. Yeah. Um. So, you know, the, the veterinarians do the uh, neuter, spay and neuter. And... Um, and then there are people that do the trapping. But what we volunteered for or what they needed us for at that time was for the release. So we would... You know, sign up and I mean, so long as you have a car, you're like good. Like that's all you need yeah. is a car and a, a, a small 
space of time. Now they are they were on the other side of town, so right. it would take us two hours for one return. For one return, but the thing sometimes that really, there were two in one. Right, but the thing but, that really was incredible about um, listening to the speakers at Cat Camp was recognizing that just because we're no longer a part of the TNR program doesn't mean that kind of the suffering that we saw or the situations that we saw don't exist. And I think the thing that was so impactful to me was that TNR makes such a big difference um, in alleviating suffering in so many ways. Yeah. And that was what is helping me get over the hump of my super selfish, soft part of not wanting to see some of this stuff because it was yeah. so difficult. Yep. Now I'm like, no, we have we have to do this. Yep. And we're back in the game, guys. We're meeting. We're training on, on we're Tuesday. Meeting, yeah, we're meeting this week. We're um we're going With C5, back. We're which is an amazing organization here exactly. in Clark County. Yep. We're we're going back. We're going to uh, volunteer. We're gonna be. We're gonna do it. Yeah. We're gonna be back in it because because don't put off. To tomorrow, what you could do today, yeah, and that's the. I mean, it's the truth. Like that goes the for a that, lot like, of we things. We know, like we have, we've always, um, even since, and it's been like two years, I think, I, since, since we we've it. really participated in TNR. We've always shared and like on social media, we've always promoted TNR, right. but we haven't participated in it for two years now, mm-hmm. maybe even over two years. Yeah, and that's the thing too. And, it's like, well, we we we, we don't have time. Yeah. Oh, we, we just don't we, have time. We did. We got busy, and they needed people on. We were uh, originally um, on the weekends is when we would do it, yep. and then our weekends got busy, so it was like, okay, we can only do nights, and then it was like, oh, well, we don't have nights, and so it was, it, it we just kind yeah. of. But it, here's the thing, kinda... the things, the things that are important, Ben Franklin's quote, don't put off till tomorrow what you can do today. If it's really important, you make time. There are so many things that we have figured out how to make time for. Yeah. And this is this is one of those things. Yeah. I mean, you think about it. You think about like uh, working out. Oh. Right. It's. Not, I mean, so many things. And I th- I have been thinking about this a lot lately, because there are a lot of things that I am thinking I I need to do or I want to do or whatever. Do you need to give me a heads up on these. What are we doing? No. I mean, I will. <laughs> I will. But I mean, there's a lot, like even for our business, like there's a lot that there are hundreds of things that I just, I just say, I don't have enough time for that, but I want to do that, but I don't have enough time for it. So in my head, I'm, hi baby. Hi, sweet baby boy. Z just came in here. Um, There are a lot of things that I would, that I want to do and that I know I am capable of doing. But I use time as my excuse. And time is never an excuse because time doesn't actually exist. It's not an actual real thing. It's not. It's it's not. I would metaphysics. It's not. I would argue that it's not. It's There's always time. We a have real situation. We always have two to three hours. Not always, but we always have two to three hours to drink wine and look at our phones. I mean, granted. We count that as responsible because you're emailing your boss. I am um, commenting on our on our comments in our follower with our followers. Like I'm keeping up with business. You're keeping up with business. Like that's what we're doing. But in that time, we could actually be spending, or the amount of time we sleep. Like don't I see? Here's my thing. <laughs> when you start talking about the amount of time we sleep, then I start getting an issue. But 
Let's circle back to Ben Franklin. I slept eight the hours whole, last night. The almost. whole point of this, the, the the conversation, the topic that we wanted to talk about, not putting out till tomorrow, we, what we can get done today. Guess what? Tomorrow, we're going to start working out. That's right. You want to know why? Because my thighs are growing out of my pants. That's what is happening right now. And I could turn this camera right now for those of you guys that are watching on YouTube and show you how many pants, pants we have we fit into and right then now. tell you that there are like about three or four for each of us that, that we, we wear. wear. And there's yeah. probably 27 pairs of pants there. Uh, maybe 50. Um, did you say 27? Girl, that's almost 100. Like, we could count you know, it. You know that you like, haven't worn pa- pants in a long time when they're dusty, when you pull them out. You know what I mean? It's like, do these still fit? I don't know. All to say, there's so many things in life, I think, that are are kind of like this. Whether it's working out. We started working out a few years ago. I lost 15 pounds, fit into pants I've loved for a long time. And I don't even remember why we stopped. I felt, um, I felt like a beast. I felt amazing. Yeah. It was incredible. Then I stopped, and I don't even know how I got back up to 170 pounds, but here I am. And tomorrow begins what I'm not going to put off till the next day. Yeah. Little bits. No, it Compounded is. Compounded interest. Little, thing, little bits. Right? I mean, you really think about it. There's so many things that, um, like you were saying earlier, there's sometimes it just a conversation that you're supposed to have, like that you keep saying, oh. I need to have that conversation with my coworker or I need to have that conversation with my grandfather. Like right. little things that you just say, ah, I don't think today's the day. Mm-hmm. I don't think today's the day until it's like too late. And yeah. Well, I even... feel like, I feel like that's the, that's the thing, right? If you have something that's nagging at you, if you have something that you think about, I always call it the hamster wheel, right? Do you do this when you have a little bit of time to think, where you just find yourself on the hamster wheel of something that you've thought about so many times, whether it's working out, whether it's having a conversation with somebody that you feel really should be had, and in in a very diplomatic way, like trying to have the best conversation, whether it's doing something that you feel like you should be a part of and you feel like you don't have enough time or volunteering or just sending a nice note to somebody because something... Right? Oh, transitioning, like, your, transitioning cat. your cat. Transitioning your cat to a Sending better a food. you know, to somebody. Whatever it is, if you think about it, like, ah, oh, I should have done that. Those are the things that it's like, make the time. Make the time to do it. Yeah. We and, did that with our cat's food. Like, when well, we, yeah, when we first started talking. with our cat's food. Right, but when we first started talking about it, it was like, oh, that's oh, something we, should we do have that. to do that. We should do that. We need to do that. We're going to talk about that. We yeah. should do that. And then it was like slowly, and you guys are the most amazing people, like other cat parents around the globe, you guys inspire us more than anyone else on the planet. Um, just by just by actually being involved in any way, shape, or form, whether you've transitioned your cats to a better diet or not, um, the, the fact that we are um, trying to help you guys means that we also have to help our like like it holds us accountable right well so it's like a it's like a we have to we like now that we know better we have to do better oh absolutely. and we knew better like once we learned that switching learned. our cats learned. <laughs> once we learned once we learned i think to, that's the that, thing that, that our that our cat's kibble wasn't the best food for them even though we'd been feeding it for like so long but that's a beautiful thing about the cat community cat parents are 
so beautiful humans. Yeah. I think there's I think there's like an extra empathy with cat people. I just I just feel strongly about that. I, I don't do. know if it's scientific or not, but I feel like it's a big deal. No matter what we're feeding or how we're living or whatever it is, when someone recognizes these beautiful little beings as more than just the cat, right. you know, it's it's already a game changer. And all of us are in different parts of our journey when it comes to our cats. But I do I do remember very vividly when you started saying we need to give them a, a better diet. And it's it's like, yeah, we should. We should. And how long and whatever and we it about, is. Like, we the should bill do that. of what it would be right. because we didn't think about budgeting at the at, at first at all. And we were like, okay, it's going to cost a lot more. Or we and did. It's going to... And we would spend the money on, you know, a higher quality food and be like, oh my God, we can't do that again next month. Yeah. Right? So it was very sporadic and it's very... And with transitioning our cats, speaking specifically about that as a thing that we can we can do today and not put off till tomorrow, it does require a commitment of time, mm-hmm. of money, yep. of effort, of persistence. Our cats are not like the most cooperative when it comes to no. diet. No. I mean... <laughs> they have the word finicky on. for a reason. They really they, do, like, though. They own the word finicky, Dr. Karen right? Becker did a great live... Yeah. Just this past weekend mm-hmm. with her mom, Mama Becker, beautiful human. Love Janine. Um, Janine just got two cats this past summer and they came, you know, kibble feeders that maybe occasionally got a wet food treat, uh, treat from time to time. And just talking about the fact that cats are essentially psychic. They know when you put something weird in the food that they are addicted to. It's true. And she was yeah, talking but... about how cats, and this is this this was very true for Pooh Bear, um, Cats are basically addicts when it comes to their preferred food. And they're and like you can't just say, in that way. listen, now we're going to do something better. We're going to take this away. You have to wean them off. You have to replace it with something. You have to make their addiction less desirable to them. And that's where all the trickery as being a cat mom yeah. or a cat parent comes into and play. And as Mama B said, you have to stay ahead of your cat or because your cat will always stay ahead, always of, you. Stay ahead of you if you yeah. don't. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's the... Uh, I love that. I love yeah. that. But whether it's transitioning cats, whether it's starting to work out, whether it's talking with a coworker, whether it's uh, saying something nice to somebody that you should have or said something nice I'm to a long sorry. time. Or apologizing. How about, how about that? Yeah. That's just random, random thought that might be brought into this. But sometimes, guys, we know like after a, an event, right, any kind of like issue that we've had with somebody, it's like... You know, I, I wasn't at, in complete, like I wasn't, I wasn't my was, best self. I wasn't my best self. Right. Exactly. Right. I wasn't my best self. So I, I could actually apologize in the situation, even though, you know, they were wrong and blah, 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 blah. If you can take that out of your mind and just be like, you know what? I feel like I should actually apologize. And a, a lot of us, especially if you're listening to this podcast then you're good people because you're cat people right so you are already thinking no i'm not always i don't always have somebody else to blame or right as jay should think about sometimes i'm not always always right no i'm not always always right just always (laughs) (laughs) no just most of the time and well, we can well, do cheers that. To that. Cheers to that. It's irritating, but true. It is, it is. Most of the time. 
Well, most, of the, most of the time. I am. I am. I am right most of the time. But you know what? That's a different story for a different day. I'll tell you that later. My conversation what? with Mary, our hairdresser today. Oh, I didn't hear yeah. about that. Yeah, no. I, I'll tell you that later. Really? Yeah. That's that's going to get into a whole different subject and, and take... For like, next week? Oh, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I'll take a not? teaser. I'll take a teaser. Why not? Um, how about... I just had something else in my head, but I've had like four glasses... Three? Four glasses. I feel well, like you're... I it's feel almost like you're, a bottle. I feel like you're a bottle in, yeah. It's almost a bottle. Um, so... It's going to be another shit show! Oh, um, speaking of putting off till tomorrow what you Don't could put off do till tomorrow. today. What you can do today, yes. Um, tell me a little bit about, I would like you, I would like for you to tell me a little bit about your trip um, back from France, when you went to France. And because... That was something you would have never done if it if you if it wasn't put in front of you. I'm gonna well, do that. I'm gonna take that trip. So you did that. Um, so it was a don't put off till tomorrow. And you did awesome. Oh my god, guys, she skinny dipped in the Mediterranean Sea. I am not lying. If you guys know Adrian, even at the least bit. You know that Adrian is the the last person on earth to throw off her clothes and here's jump the, into any type of water, here's a the pool, thing. Uh, even a bathtub. Like she doesn't do that. Like she doesn't go crazy. She doesn't do crazy things. She is very conservative. You are very conservative. She is very um, demure. Demure. She'll be funny. She can be a little candid, but but. When here's it comes the, down here's to the thing. it, I she went doesn't to France. do anything I wild. went to France because Jay lived there, so there's, there was a large carrot yeah. at the end of the plane ride. Yeah, well. And she lived in France. She lived Are in the south. Large? She lived a large carrot, is what I called you. You're calling me large. A large vegetable. You just call me fat! <laughs> I'm gonna cut you. You are a large carrot. <laughs> But now you think I'm orange? She was living in France where she was not getting a warm reception at all. No. Um, apparently they don't, they're not, I, well, you know, I didn't think this was true, but. Je compare à la, la no, 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 no. Don't what even try. It? It's Je been, compare, uh, you're going to slaughter it. I am. But la. she was not happy over there and what she had lived I? over there for a few months. I can't even and say anything anymore. I was like, listen, anymore. all you got to do is smile. Like you just have to be nice to people and people will be, be nice to you. Je I got over there. Le français, mais pas très bien. I don't know what that means. It's the only thing I remember. What does it mean? I understand a little French, but not very well. Yeah, well, that didn't fly with them. They were no, not happy about that. They hated me. So I get over there, and it's true that you smile at them, and they're going to try to charge you eighteen dollars for a postcard. Exactly, um, they did. They did. I so, like, so mm-hmm. I look for an alternate way to make you smile. So I went skinny dipping in the Mediterranean. She had lived over there for three months, and she hadn't even touched the water. She lived across the street from the Mediterranean Sea. And she hadn't even touched the water. So I was like, let's go touch the water. I was there for business. And, I was you know, going to build the pet nutrition industry in in Europe. Yeah. That well, was my goal. They didn't want her there because they were on holiday. and They were on holiday because I moved there August 5th of like 2012. 
Yeah. And, and nobody August was apparently is the month where everybody, all my attorneys, my business consultants, and like all the every, bankers, the bankers, like everybody was on holiday. They were gone. For but like they're a not month just on holiday for a few days like we do here they're in America. Gone. They're not on holiday for like a week like we do when we're extravagant in America. They are on holiday for an entire month and they were out on the beach right in front of my flat. And so I just watched them all day long, every day. Yeah. yeah. We were like, I wanted to get some business yeah. done. Anyway, but it was not... That's... tell me your trip back. Oh, my... Tell me about your trip back, and then we're going to close I know up. where you're going. Okay, so on my on my way back from, from France, it was another long ride. I left Nice. I got to London. Barely made my plane in London. Got on the plane for like that... What is it? Like a nine-hour flight back? Yeah, I don't like flying, y'all. I'm... I'm I'm getting weird in my old age, and I'm very not fond of flying. So I decided one of the things that I do to kind of like self-medicate my flying is I think about the fact that I'm going to be sitting next in very close proximity to people for an extraordinary amount of time in the aluminum tube that's being launched in the air at 30,000 feet, 500 (laughs) miles an hour, right? So I pray for my passenger partners, as I call them. I don't know who they are yet, but we're going to be experiencing this together. Sitting down next to me in London, I get to the plane. I'm sweating. I am so sweating. Sitting down next to me is this adorable, relatively short, Scottish couple, Margie and Doogie Douglas. That's right, Doogie. This is going to be a really bad Scottish accent. But they sit down, and they are, they're trying to um, be very kind to me because obviously I'm a sweaty mess. So they're telling me about they're going to Las Vegas for their 30-year anniversary and they haven't been there in 30 years and they're more worried about their doggy than they are their own children because the dogs don't leave the faucets on and they've got the neighbors to come and check on the doggies and, the and it's fine. And the children are always just wreaking havoc wherever they go. They're going on and on. And no joke, like Margie pulls out the crochet, she's making her whatever. Doggy, on the other hand, he'll lean over every now and then while Margie's telling me a little tale of something. He'll lean over and be like, and Margie will translate, be like, oh, that's right, Doggy, that's absolutely right. Here's what happened when we came last time. And she's like translating, and she'll translate again. And it was just so cute, right? We're getting nine hours later. I think we all watched a movie. Um... We're, we're descending into Las Vegas. A long movie. <laughs> well, we chatted for a good portion of the trip. We're descending into Las Vegas, and Dougie's getting very curious. He's like, <laughs> and Margie's translating. She was like, oh, Dougie wants to know what has changed in the last 30 years. Do they have new restaurants? What would you recommend? Oh, my. Like, all, all these questions. Vegas in 30 <laughs> Oh, that's right. Do they have the fountains? We saw a video of the fountain telling them all about whatever. And he's and Margie's putting away her crocheting now, and Dougie's still leaving. Dougie, he's still leaning over and he's asking me all these questions, and I'm like, Dougie, I'm so sorry, I can't. And Margie's like having nothing to do with translating at this point. And you're saying, Dougie, I'm and so I'm like, sorry, Dougie, I'm sorry, understand. I can't understand what she's like. And I'm like, I, I'm so sorry. I was like, I, I don't understand what you're saying. And he goes, Do you think they understand my Scottish accent? He slows it down. I was like, You know what? If you slow down what you're saying, I. I think people will understand you just fine, actually. Because I and Margie's just in her bag, putting away her her crocheting, completely ignoring the translation that needs to be happening. But I was like, you know what? If you slow it down, I do think that they'll understand you saying, "Do you think they'll understand my Scottish accent?" 
no problem. He said, well, fuck it. I'll just use my American accent. I lost nine and a half hours, and a half hours later. later. Margie comes along. She was like, oh, it's pretty good, isn't it? He learned it from Michael Jackson. <laughs> I was like, are you serious right now? And he was like, no, seriously. I'll just use my American accent. And Margie's like, do you, do you hear him? It sounds American, doesn't he? I was like, are you kidding me right now? She was like, all those Michael Jackson videos. He does a great job, doesn't he? Nine and a half hours. <laughs> Fuck it. I'll use my American accent. True story. Stop. Just stop. True story. We'll stop there. We'll stop there. Let's wrap it up. All right. You guys, so, don't forget. Yeah. Do not put off till tomorrow what you can do today. Yeah. Try it. Little yes, baby steps. Everything. Anything that you, anything that is resting on your mind right now, anything that is on your mind right now that's, that you were saying I should be doing, but I I'm could not be doing. doing. I could be doing. Could. And, but I'm not doing. If you should, you could. Right. Well, the should thing, the should thing adds like some guilt. So I think if you can do, do what you can. If you can do, do it. Right. Absolutely. 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 And don't forget to continue to learn more, share more and do more and grow more every Every day. day. Profound. I think that's profound. I, well, I thought not we, bad for a bottle yeah. of wine. Yeah, right. All, All right. right. We're wrapping it up. All right. Hopefully we'll see you guys next week. We love you guys so much. Oh, and our sponsor this week. Who? I forgot. Two gals named Jay and Adrian. <laughs> they are um, really amazing, amazing gals that uh, work every day to help every cat across the globe live the longest and healthiest lives possible um their wow. names are the two crazy cat ladies and you can find them at two crazy cat ladies.com t-w-o crazy cat ladies.com all right guys love you so much happy podcast day happy every day